Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. D.K. Manny. Manny. L. Scoop B. Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bonds said, yo, the best in the business. That's word from Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word from Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B said, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews. He give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast. The joint and the journalist. The GOAT. So why ask? Watch out. If he Watch out. about it. If he naming them. Scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow Scoop him. B. At Scoopy, Follow him. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio is in the building. Shout out to our sponsors, Wooter Apparel. Make sure to use the promo code SNOOP, that's S-N-O-O-O-P, and save 20% on your first purchase over at Wooter Apparel. Make sure you check out Scoopy Radio and Scoop B Brand Apparel over at Wooter. Use the promo code SNOOP and get you some stuff. Bunch of different designs out there. Shout out to Candace, the designer of Wooter Apparel and Scoop B and Scoopy Radio's partnership. This episode of Scoopy Radio features Monica Lynn, better known as Thundercup, owner of Eyelust Eyewear and a myriad of other things. This episode of Scoopy Radio is produced by DJ Maniel. And make sure you cue the tape, sir. You know the drill. Five, four, three, two, one. It's Squilly, y'all. Right here on Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Radio in your ear in your Bluetooth on the L.A. freeway, on the East Coast, whether you're in and out Burger, whether you are Five Guys, whether you're Whataburger, we're everywhere you want to be. Make sure to subscribe to Scoopy Radio on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, and Scoopy Radio is brought to you by the Water app. Make sure to use the promo code SNOOP. That's S-N-O-O-P. It's not Scoop. I don't know why they didn't put that in there, but we'll fix it at some point. Water Apparel, 20% off your first purchase, and you guys will be very, very happy. On the line right now is a lady that she and I have been trying to get on the phone and knock out this interview for about three months, I swear. 
Monica Lynn, better known to you fashion buffs as Thunder Cup, is on the line. Monica, welcome to Scoop B Radio. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. We've been trying to schedule this for over a month. We know you're a boss. What'd you say? I said, I think actually more than a month. (laughs) It has been, but you know when you're a boss, you can do whatever you want. So if you're a boss, I'm a boss. We're finally getting this on recording, so I'm happy. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited. And and one thing that I I I'm, I if I read all your credentials right now, um, we'd be on the phone all day. I'm praying that there's some LA traffic on the freeway so we can sneak and stay on the phone longer. But you um, have been everywhere. What, what I'm what I'm most impressed with. Um, aside from all the celebrities you've worked with, is is kind of like the early stages. I mean, a lot of people, for example, that I know that are of Asian um, descent, you see them. Uh-huh. Their parents say, "Oh, you got to be a doctor. You you got to be a, a lawyer. You got to be in medical field. You you have to do something more stable." You didn't, from all indications, didn't follow that trend. And to me, that's badass. Yeah, I think you know. I think it's pretty cool. Um, goes both ways like sometimes you know when I was younger I felt kind of not lost but I definitely didn't really have you know Asian female role models in the industry um there was there was maybe a couple um you know like the the girl who uh Wendy who does uh Nitrolicious so I remember reading her blog when I was young and thinking like, wow, she, you know, really made a career off of, you know, blogging about streetwear. Um, and I think, you know, she's still going strong, so I think that's really dope. And then also, you know, everyone knows Miss Info. So, you know, there, that was that's probably the only two that I can think of. And, you know, nowadays in my DMs, I get messages um, from young people in general, but also specifically um, young Asian girls or students. And they, you know, want to know how I got into my career path and all that kind of stuff. So I'm happy to, you know, be able to provide um, a resource to these girls and to just young people in general, you know. And I think I, I really, like, love diversity. I went to international school when I was younger. So I love, you know, learning about different cultures and trying new things and being able to share you know, Asian culture and, you know, Taiwanese culture, you know, I'm Taiwanese, to the rest of the world is really awesome to me. So, yeah. As I was reading your your, your bio, um, uh-huh. we talked about race, we talked about ethnicity. One thing I want to talk about real quick is money. Um, I know that when I was in college, I wanted to look fly at an affordable price. Um, and a lot of people do, whether you're in college, whether you're a young adult and you're trying to make it to the next level. And your eyelash line, um, you and your, your uh, partner, Kiana, you both, uh, reading your bio, you said you struggled to find time to hunt for good design and quality sunglasses that weren't overpriced. I know we don't have $1,000, $2,000 for, for, for eyeglasses when you're trying to use that money to pay rent, you're trying to pay for groceries, you're trying to travel, have fun. I mean, how do you find that balance when you guys are creating eyeglassware to find something that hits a certain price point, but at the same time looks fly at the same time? How does that actually exist in today's society, particularly you being in L.A.? So, you know, I really think that 
sunglasses are an accessory that you can, you know, I think people think, oh, well, sunglasses are only for the summer or only for the beach, but you can really wear them year round and it kind of just tops off your outfit, you know. And Kiana and I personally make sure that the quality is good. Sorry, an, amb- an ambulance just drove by. But, you know, we, we personally go through and do, um, you know, go through our checklist and say, okay, would we, would we wear this? This is good enough for us. And I think that sets it apart from, you know, other eyewear lines because either they're really, really big companies or they're just trying to sell, um, you know, fast fashion. And because we are personally curating everything and personally making sure that everything is up to our standards um, and, you know, at the same time be affordable, I think that's what's going to really help us um, in terms of, you know, reaching an audience and and um, being able to, you know, it's relatable for our customer. Who's currently rocking, rocking the eyelash line that we would know? So at the time of this interview, we are shipping out. We, we started our campaign um, on Kickstarter um, a few months ago, and we finished that. And shout out to all of our initial backers. They're going to be the first ones to get our product. Um, we're shipping out those this week. And Kiana and I are, this is really, you know, personal to us. And, you know, we're, we're going to be writing personal notes, um, for each backer and putting those in. Um, I'm going to start doing that today, actually. And then we're going to launch our online store officially. Um, but we just want to make sure the Kickstart, the Kickstarter backers get their products first. Um, so we're doing that, so I'm really excited, and you're basically catching me at the very, very beginning stages of this brand. Um, but, you know, we've actually had um, a few different models in our office recently, and like um, Anna Montana and Rosa Costa, and like they all loved it, and they have, um, you know, they got a few pairs early, so... I'm really excited to share this with everyone and with the world, and I really want to be able to use it as a platform to kind of highlight different women, you know, across various industries, whether they are entrepreneurs or, you know, they're models or they're athletes or whatever, and everyone has a story, and there are so many women out there that have these really, you know, empowering and motivating stories and, you know, just leading up to where they are now. And I want to be able to share that with everyone because I think there are tons of, you know, I'm sure you can relate to, and I'm sure you've met a lot of these people, but there's so many underrated people out there that Mm -hmm. just are very behind the scenes or, you know, maybe they just never thought they needed to speak up about their story. But I really think that, you know, even if your story helps one person or two people, like that's still amazing and you can really you know, be, you can actually be the turning point of someone else's life um, just by sharing your own experiences. And it really takes nothing to share that because that's your life. So, um, you know, I, a good friend of mine recently, um, Amber Grimes, she did a post and she was telling everyone, like, look, if you're behind the scenes and you're doing those stuff, it's time for you to come out from behind mm. the scenes and share the story. And it was a really powerful call to action, and I really, you know, it really resonated with me because growing up, I was always, you know, I was kind of shy, and 
I ended up volunteering as a museum docent to get over that shyness. And I really think that, you know, there, there's a lot of knowledge and cool stuff that other people haven't discovered. So why not share that, you know? Monica Thunacup, a little on the line, um, talking about her story. And one thing that I want to know, how did you get the name Thundercup? Yeah. So that's probably the number one question I get. Um, and I don't mind telling the story, um, but it's not anything too crazy. But I used to always wear, um, I had these earrings that I got when I was in Taiwan. And it was a pair of uh, lightning bolt earrings and a pair of cupcake earrings. And then for some reason, I just decided to start wearing, um, I mixed and matched them. So one was a cupcake and one was a lightning bolt. And I wore that all the time. And, you know, one of my friends started calling me. They were like, why are your earrings mismatched like that? Why, like, one's different than the other. What is that, a thunder cup? And then, um, you know, my friends started calling me that. And then when I was making a blog and, you know, creating my social media handles, I couldn't think of another name. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'll just use Thundercup. So the name stuck um, since then. And I think it's easy for people to remember. So more people know me as Thundercup, actually, than Monica. But, you know. That's, that's the story behind the name. I can relate to that <clears throat> only because Scoop B has been with me since I was 12. And, you know, started oh when God. I was doing doing radio um, as a kid at 12 uh, with the Nets and carried over to prep school, et cetera, et cetera. I remember one day my mom um, drove to my school to get me. We had to go somewhere. And <laughs> she knew I was at the gym. And she asked the guys, do you guys know where Brandon Robinson is? they like, who? She was like, Brandon Robinson. <laughs> They were like, who is that? They said, see, my mom said, do you know where Scoop is? Oh, yeah, Scoop. He's in the gym right now. Da, 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 da. So I get the car. She goes, I had no idea your birth certificate, certificate says Scoopy. I want my money back. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. So <laughs> you were probably in the gym during an interview, interviewing one of the athletes. Even back then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah someone, I thought like maybe maybe there can be like a blog or like a mini book or something that people can put someone can put together and you know write the backstories of everyone's nicknames. I think you're giving me what did Jay say in four four four? You giving me a bunch of games for nine ninety nine for free. <laughs> free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. I got the hookup. Make sure to follow you on uh, Instagram at Thundercup, by the way. That's right, right? Your handle's Thunder, strictly Thundercup, right? It's Thundercup, and then Twitter is Thundercup LA because Thundercup is taken by some rando. So, whatever. Cool. If anyone's listening that works at Twitter, I need that handle. Thank you very much. Is it active, though? Is anybody using it? Like, do they actually, are they active on Twitter with it? I don't think so. I don't think they've, they've ever tweeted. <laughs> the funny thing is, I know people who have, like, for example, I don't have Scoop B all the way around. Twitter is Scoop uh-huh. B. Instagram and Snapchat is Scoop underscore B. I know people who will reach out to those folks and be like, hey, can, can, I, can we swap it? And they'll want, like, $2,000 to make that swap. Man, I mean, if, there, if someone has it and they tweet from it or they log into it, 
um, there's pretty much nothing you can do <laughs> except pay them that, you know, it's, and it's all kind of boils down to for marketing purposes, like if you feel like that's worth it or not. And, you know, I think in this day and age, people think social media is like, oh, that's just social media. But social media has made a lot of people a lot of money. And a lot of people say, you know, I see the memes that say, well, likes don't equal money or this and that. And, you know, actually, sometimes it really does. Um, if it doesn't mean money to you, that's totally fine. But maybe you just haven't figured out how to make money off of social media. But deaf people definitely get paid to host events and speak on panels. And, you know, I know you know this. Yeah. Um, for everyone else that doesn't know this, it definitely converts into real money. Um, so, yeah, it just depends on if you feel like it's worth it or not. But I'm pretty good with Thunder Cup LA for now, unless I can figure out how to get it. But I'm not paying two Gs to get at Thunder Cup. Hell no. Which, by the way, you you do a perfect uh, segue. You and Lonzo Ball, you do a no-look pass. Because one thing I wanted to talk to you about um, was your streetwear blog called Thunder Cup. How ironic. Um, and in the early days, you, uh-huh. um, which I find interesting because you and Karen Civil kind of were in that similar lane early on with the blog. Your Thunder Cup um, blog uh, was the first to debut photos of uh, Lil Wayne in the truck fit clothing line. Did, when you did this, did you actually talk to Wayne? Were you just posting it and people were picking up on it? Like, how did that whole inception start? So, okay, so the backstory on that was one of my friends that I had met through the blog, um, he has now become, like, my big brother. He, mm-hmm. shout out to Philip. Um, he was like, hey, there's this thing called Agenda. You should go to it. Mm. You know, you should apply for a press pass, get a media pass, and go go cover it for your blog. You know, you have enough traffic for it. And, you know, I was, I, I didn't know what it was, but I looked it up and I looked into it, and I was like, wow, this is so awesome. You know, imagine back, you know, back then, um, this was probably in, like, what, like 2009, 2010, um, mm-hmm. imagine Fairfax kind of being packaged up and turned into a trade show, you know, and that's what it was. And it was super exciting for me. Obviously I've been a big fan of streetwear for a really long time. Um, and then I went and I just, I had my, you know, DSLR camera with me and I was taking pictures of everything that was cool or that was new, um, you know, and I was like, wow, this is so crazy. I, how am I going to be able to do a blog post on all of these things? And then, you know, I came across the truck fit booth and I was like, oh, wow, this is Lil Wayne's brand that he's launching. And Wayne wasn't there um, that day, but he was actually at the next agenda. Um, so I did eventually meet him there. And then I also met him um, when I was styling a video shoot. Uh, probably maybe like half a year after that. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I saw the booth and I was like, you know, I noticed how much it was faith inspired and it kind of took elements from a lot of, you know, different kind of OG streetwear brands. And I just took some pictures of it. You know, I asked them, like, hey, you know, I'm taking pictures for my blog. Do you guys mind if I take pictures? Um, I know the product's not released yet. They're like, no, go ahead. Um, and they, they even pulled some stuff out um, for me to shoot. And so I just took pictures of it, and, you know, when, once I got home, 
you know, that night. And I'm one of those people that, you know, if I do something really cool that I'm passionate about that day, I go home and I'm like up till three in the morning and I'm, I was editing the photos. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to post about Truck Fit first because it's easier to kind of write a little backstory about because Lil Wayne's behind it, et cetera, et cetera. And it kind of has, you know, attributes of the other streetwear brands. And it's kind of, you know, it's interesting that it's inspired by so many other brands. And so I started, you know, writing the post about it and I, I pulled up all the pictures and, and, you know, attached it to the post. And so I did some, I started doing some research and I was Googling, you know, Chuck Fit and I was looking around on every single um, post that had written about Chuck Fit and I realized everyone's just posting the same two images that apparently mm-hmm. Chuck Fit sent out in a press release, right? Mm-hmm. So then I start, I slowly started realizing, hey, I don't think anyone has posted about this yet. So that kind of, that was kind of, I would say that's, that was my first, you know, kind of marketing move ever, even before mm-hmm. I knew what marketing was. So I just searched up all the different outlets that had written about TrustFit. Um, you know, it included everyone from XXL to Complex and all that kind of stuff. And I did my post, I posted it, and then I reached out to a lot of different outlets and just different writers and said, hey, you know, I noticed you guys post about TrustFit before. I was actually at Gender recently, and I got some photos of it, et cetera, et cetera. And here's a link if you guys want to use my content. And a lot of them <laughs> picked up the content, and I was like, wow, this is so crazy. You know, and it really kind of showed me and opened my eyes to social media and, you know, doing press releases. And that was just kind of my first foot in the door with that kind of thing. And that experience was really awesome because, you know, it really shows you that you don't have to have formal training or, you know, go to school for a certain thing. You have to have a certain mindset and be a self-starter and do the research and, you know, just learn and kind of do DIY lessons for yourself and figure out the best way to tackle something and try different things. You know, don't be scared to try something just because you haven't done it before or someone else hasn't done it before. Um, yeah. Mr. Cool said it best, don't be scared. Pretty much. <laughs> I think fear holds a lot of people back, so. I you know, agree. I try to encourage people to just go for it. I agree. I think fear holds people back. And I also think that when people hate on other people, they hate on them because they see something in someone else that they wish they could do, but they didn't have the courage to do it. Right. That's true. You, I, I tell people all the time when, you know, when you're getting stuff aggregated to sites, I call them WordPress gangsters because um, you're able to make the, you know, make the machine move um, based upon your little, or not little, but your your basement project that, you know, turned out into something bigger. What kind of traffic yeah. was it doing back then when you got that stuff with Little Wayne? Do you remember offhand? Gosh, I definitely don't remember the number specifically, um, but I think from from the TuckFit stuff and um, back then, the hundreds had a really big blog and I Bobby actually posted me on there so that sent tons of traffic to me too, and it was kind of like targeted traffic because all of their readers were into streetwear, and obviously my blog was all about streetwear. 
so that kind of worked out. Um, but it definitely it it got me enough traffic to get a press pass at Agenda. So they definitely check the numbers. Um, you know, to to admit someone to press pass, but I don't remember the specific numbers now. Me and you, we met over the summer. We had food. Uh, food is the way to your heart, my heart, and food it spurs good conversation. Um, <laughs> you've done partnerships with Def Jam. You've done stuff with Ty Dolla Sign. But the thing that really stood out to me was a partnership that you did with Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. A, I've never been. We're going to change that when I come out there somewhere. But uh, yes, we have to go. Like what? 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 How did you get a partnership with Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and what did you do specifically? So it was funny because that relationship also began at Agenda. So um, we were at Agenda in Vegas one year, and we ran into a two-chain stylist. His name is Blue. Um, shout out to Blue. He introduced us to um, his friend that was walking around with him. And he said, oh, you know, this so-and-so, uh, she works at um, Roscoe's. Mm-hmm. She does all of their marketing. And literally a month before that, you know, I had built out a list of potential collaborations that I would like to do, you know, just a list of goals, you know. And Roscoe's was on the top of the list. So, you know, when he when he made that introduction, I was like, wow, let me get your contact. Let's link back up when we're in L.A., you know. I definitely want to work on a collab with you guys, et cetera, et cetera. And she was like, yeah, take my number down. Let's do it. Um, So we met back up in L.A. Um, You know, we discussed what the collab, what a collab would look like. And, you know, kind of the story behind it was just that, you know, Papa Man is based in L.A. and inspired by L.A. And Roscoe's is obviously a really, you know, legendary L.A. landmark restaurant. I literally see pictures of Roscoe's on my feed every single day because people come to LA and, and that's one of their first stops, um, you know, in, in addition to things like in and out and that kind of thing. So, you know, being, them being an independent brand like that and having built this following um, in LA was really awesome. And it kind of just went hand in hand with our brand. Um, and the owner actually came to meet with us and he gave the, he gave the project a green light. Um, you know, he looked at me and he said, you know, you have honest eyes. I, I Honestly, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> apparently I have honest eyes. And he was like, let's do it. You know, let me know, you know, what you guys think from us, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, it kind of, it actually, the whole process took, you know, from the kind of collaboration on the different ideas and designing the product and actually getting the product made. It took nine months, so it literally was like making a baby. Um, but we created a limited edition box set. It came with a t-shirt, a hat, um, and a little bottle of Roscoe syrup. Um, it's like, it's like, you know, when you go on vacation and you get a little bottle of sand, but you get a little bottle of Roscoe's syrup. Mm. <laughs> so like people still ask me about that collab to this day. Um, and it's still, you know, to this day, one of my favorite personal projects. Personal, one of my personal favorite projects, I mean. So. No, that makes sense. I think, um, again, I, I've had waffles on. I haven't had uh, waffles, but 
and day. I'm sure there's no comparison, but to me, that's creative. I think creativity is key. It's almost like um, like people dressing up as uh, Al Sharpton taking selfies for Halloween. You know, you took, you took, you took, and I know Reverend Allen, no jokes, you know, made, but just that creativity to actually do that, I think, you know, you doing that bottle, it's kind of dope. Doing the, I'm sorry, doing the what? It kind of you were saying me. that you used to, just the whole, the whole partnership that you were doing, the way that you did it, it's different, it's inside the box. I, I think that's, that's, that's ingenious. I think, yeah, you know, yeah. In the social media age that we're in, you know, a lot of things are just open for interpretation and creative. I think that that was, that was grand that you did that. Should be radio on the line with Miss Thundercup. What other projects do you have going on, um, for 2018 that you can talk about? <laughs> I like how you said that I can talk about. So. I'm um, working on Poplin Ran stuff, obviously, and working on a lot of stuff for Islas. And I'm definitely going to be putting a big focus on different collaborations and partnerships um, with Islas and building out content for that. So that's definitely going to be one of my main focuses. Um, and, you know, I'm working on some personal projects um, as Thundercup, I guess, as my personal brand. Um, I'm working on a few little creative products that I want to put out. And then, um, you know, I have a couple of concepts where I really want to bring together different young creatives and entrepreneurs, um, people like yourself, to where, you know, we can all kind of collaborate and get together and share knowledge, but then also, you know, more importantly, be a resource to um, young people who hope to get into our types of industries in the future. Um, so a few of the projects don't have official names yet, um, mm -hmm. but I will definitely keep you in the loop once I get all of that going. Um, but, you know, I think one of the questions that I see um, and that I've been asked a lot before um, is, People love to ask, like, oh, where do you see yourself in five years? And I really just, I'm pretty adaptable to different things. And I really just want to be doing what I love and being happy with what I'm doing. And also, obviously, working towards a bigger goal always. So that's how I feel about that stuff. <laughs> Last question. Yes. What is the biggest doubt that anybody has ever had about you? And you turn that negative into a positive and shove it in your face. Oh, man. That's kind of a heavy question. I would say, hmm, I would say just being a woman in the industry, um, you know, unfortunately, the world is still very much sexist in many ways, even though it's been really awesome to see you know, different people, men and women, support, you know, and empower all these women and all the young women that are coming up right now. Um, but, you know, I definitely have, I've, I've talked about this a few times, but I definitely walked into meetings where, you know, people shake all the guys' hands except for mine. And, you know, being one of the few girls in, the, in doing what I do, um, it was definitely a challenge at first because I really felt like, you know, I felt like, <laughs> I felt like Napoleon a little bit. Maybe I had right. Napoleon complex and I had to kind of over, 
assert myself and make it known like, Hey, you have to take me seriously. Um, but you know, nowadays, like I don't experience that as much because, you know, obviously I've had a few years of, you know, just proving myself. But I think, you know, whether you're a guy or a girl, you know, you definitely will go through a phase of having to prove yourself and proving your worth. Um, but I would say kind of in the big, big, in the big picture, that's been kind of the doubt that, you know, a girl can do what I do, um, without sleeping around or doing that kind of thing, you know, all the different stereotypes and things like that, that women have to deal with. Um, yeah. And I hope me, um, having done that and continuing to do that can inspire other girls to do the same and not be, you know, discouraged by the different obstacles and challenges and doubts that other people will have about them. You know, because you just have to stay consistent and people will know, okay, you know, you definitely are about your business. You're here to do this and that. Um, and they'll come to respect you. Um, but you just have to stick it out and be patient and be consistent. Gotta do it, Monica. You're off the high seat. Thank you for joining Scoopy Radio. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. I love it. Love it. Love it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.